This is the time of year I like to visit Proverbs 31. I know all the ladies get nervous at this one, but <laughs> I, I really want to go there for, for one reason, so that we don't underestimate the way God made women. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, there's so much said today, and it's really sad the way women seem to be just second class. But that was never God's intention. In Genesis chapter 1, it says, let them have dominion. And uh, I really, when I look at Proverbs 31, I look at the way he intended for women to have dominion as much as men. Are you all with me? Amen. And so I never want you to underestimate ladies. I never want you to underestimate yourself and think, well, I'm just a woman. I can't do anything. Hey, you've got all the same basic equipment that the man has. You have the mind of Christ. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. All of this stuff is true. God doesn't check under the skirt to see if he wants to empower you. And if any of this stuff is true, it's true for all. Amen. And uh, that's the reason why I want to just read uh, Proverbs 31. I won't read the whole thing. I want to start with verse 1 only because it identifies who's writing this. It says, these are the sayings of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. So some believe that Lemuel, meaning belonging to God, was Bathsheba's name for Solomon. Now, if you disagree, it doesn't matter. I don't care. All right? It doesn't change what the proverb says. <laughs> okay? <laughs> The Believer's Study Bible says that these verses are an ode to praise of a virtuous wife in the form of an acrostic, with each successive verse beginning with one of the 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. This is the only quote I'm giving you, okay? So just hang with me today. This portrait is of an ideal woman, one who has a godly character, is an efficient homemaker, a loving helper to her husband, a wise mother, a compassionate community leader with talents and abilities, and a woman worthy of honor and commendation who has mastered wisdom. I really like that. That's what waits you, ladies. Okay? All right. Now, I want to jump down to verse 10. <clears throat> it says that who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies, or precious jewels. Verse 11, the heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack or gain, or as the New Living Trans Translation puts it, she will greatly enrich his life. I really like that. Now, uh, before we go any further, I want you to notice a couple of things. You know, some people think that this is wisdom personified. Well, wisdom doesn't have a husband. Okay, and usually wisdom isn't called a wife. So, no, no, seriously. <laughs> so, I want you to notice the words wife and husband are there. Okay, so please don't, you know, I think men have issues. No, seriously. You know, ever since the fall, we're just, you know, we're just always looking to be special. And it's just like, dude, you already are. If you are saved and born again and you got God living in you, you're there. That's more than enough. We don't need to put others down so that we can put ourselves up. Amen. Hallelujah. We can all live as God's children, seated at the right hand of God. Heavenly places. Amen. Remember Ephesians. All right. That's for all of us. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the, this is something else I thought would really bless you. The phrase virtuous wife is actually woman of strength in the literal text. Isn't that good? Isn't that bless you? That was enough just to come today, just to get that. 
well, that's all they're getting. Let's go home. No. <laughs> okay, all right. So anyway, <laughs> going on to verse 12, like I said, I'll get through this fairly quickly. It says she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. So this, this lets us know that she can be dependent on to do good. Not evil, regardless of the circumstances. You know, sometimes people, they kind of go all weird when things get bad. You know what I'm trying to say? And this is, you know, nobody needs to go be that way. Remember, you've got God living on the inside of you. Amen. And you know, we shouldn't have excuses. Because the more excuses we make, the less we become. We are meant to be going from faith to faith, strength to strength, glory to glory. Not making excuses and heading in, in the other direction. Amen? Amen. All right. So I want you to notice that the same is true for you ladies. You can do the same thing. You know, you make a mistake. It's okay. We're all human. Just apologize and get on with it. Yeah. Amen. Don't excuse yourself. Okay? All right. That's the husband's too. Verse 13 says, She seeks wool and flax, willingly works with her hands. You know, I, I notice this, that she does work. She goes out there. You know, it's, and there's an eagerness. When you, when you seek, remember Jesus said, ask and it shall be given, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened to you. All right, and so she's following a godly pattern here. And that's what we are meant to do in our life. We're meant to, you know, we're meant to pursue things. God will lead us in things and we need to ask, we need to seek, we need to knock. Why do you knock? Because sometimes doors are closed. Don't go to a closed door and think it's God. You check with the Lord. Am I meant to go through here? <laughs> you know, is this the devil closing the door on me? Or is it you telling me go down the direction? I always check. By the way, I don't knock every door down that's closed. Some days I think, I think, Lord, you don't want me to go here. And you know, it's him. It's him saying, don't go this way today. We, we kind of get a little too word of faithy sometimes. And we want to, we you know, knock down every door. Beat on every door, okay? Check to see if God says that door should be open, then open the thing. If, say, if he says it's a door that's closed to protect you, walk away. Walk away, dude. Walk away, okay? All right. All right, anyway. Uh, I've said here the word willingly literally means that she takes great delight in working with her hands. Therefore, she is far from being lazy, uh, and her hands are never idle. Verse 14, I, I said I'd be quick, sorry. All right. <laughs> it says, she is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. I just have to explain this to you really quickly, okay? When it, notice it says that she is like the merchant ships, meaning that she is not only enterprising, but does not consider distance when seeking out what's best for her family. Yeah. Amen. You know, she doesn't say, well, that's too far. <laughs> okay, I can't go that far. I mean, I'm meant to be at home and do don't think like that. God created you in the image and likeness of him. You can do and be everything that he has called you to do and be. Amen. Amen? Don't limit yourself and don't let society limit you. All right. In relation to this, David Hubbard in his commentary on Proverbs describes her enterprising quest for food beyond what is produced locally. So it doesn't matter what's available to her. If she needs to go beyond that, she just does that. Now, you know, Pastor Verity, she just goes online, man. She can't get it in Australia. She'll get it from anywhere in the planet. 
She's the champion. <laughs> yes, her husband's nodding back there. Yep. Because he goes, I know, I see the credit card bills. <laughs> yeah, he's still nodding. Okay. <laughs> uh, praise God. No, she, she's amazing. The things that she finds are amazing. And uh, I just take my hat off to her. I'm not so good. <clears throat> So all this shows that a woman gives her best at all times. Let's, let's get through this a bit quicker. Verse 15, it says, She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. I want you to notice something. You know, this describes a person that's not lazy. Yeah. While it's still dark, she's up and she's working. And, you know, and okay, some people are night owls. Okay, let me just take this away because uh, some ladies get nervous and they go, well, I'm bad in the morning. It's okay, sweetheart. If you're making up for it in the night, it's okay. Are you all with me? So don't worry about getting up too early in the morning if you're not that way inclined. Yeah. The point of this is that you are not a lazy person. No. You have, uh, you know, you have purpose. You have direction. You're not sitting around twiddling your thumbs thinking, what can I do? Okay, and I know some of you work so hard. Uh, it's just ridiculous. And it says she provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. I want you to notice that she not only provides food for her household, but also those that are helping her. And this can mean more than just her maidservants. You know, these are for all her co-workers, like her workers, the ones that are assisting her. Are you with me? Amen. So she obviously doesn't just keep her eye on just her family. She's a generous person. And we all need to be that way. We all need to be generous beyond our, you know, my four and no more. Hello. <laughs> okay. Verse 16. She considers a field and buys it. <clears throat> Notice, I mean, gosh, she's into real estate and everything. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. My, this, this lady, man, I mean, she is there. She is bargaining. She is working things out. She's not like, oh, let my husband go do that. And husbands don't say, let my wife go do that. <laughs> this is not for you to be lazy, all right? Okay. <clears throat> Verse 17. <laughs> she girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. Wow. This, I, I really love this verse because it tells us something. God never, ever intended for the women to be the weaker sex. Ladies, you have a verse. Hey, wouldn't me? I didn't write it. <laughs> okay? I'm just telling you what's there. You need to strengthen yourself some days. You know, you just, and you need to think this way. See, we are meant to be, you know, we are meant to be working together on things. Are you all with me? You know, all the husbands that want to subdue their wife and, you know, they, they have to submit to me and everything else. Can I just say you, you are living in dangerous waters because you are putting your yourself in a place where only God should be. See, we, we think we're the head of the house. We're not. God is the head of the house. Amen. He better be, otherwise you're in trouble. Do you know why? Because there are times when you're not going to do so well, hubbies. And you're going to need your wife to stand up. And you're going to need her to fight on your behalf. Are you all with me? See, I'm not stupid. Okay. <laughs> Who's ahead of the house? Jesus. Why? Who's ahead of yours? Better not be you. We're in big trouble. 
Amen? It's just a ridiculous thing. And, you know, I don't know how many times, you know, Emily, and this is my wife is Emily, okay? <laughs> just so you know who I'm talking about. You know, Emily sort of seen me, you know, maybe struggling, and she'll come, she'll look at me, she goes, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're stupid. You know, and she goes, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> Sticks her hand on me and starts praying. And I'm good after that. The Energizer Bunny. We're going again. And I think, why didn't I ask? Because <laughs> we have this thing. I don't know what it is. It's funny how the enemy attacks you and blinds you. And you don't even realize it. Now my daughter's done the same thing. My son has done the same thing. Why? Because I see them as equals in this house. That's right. Praise God. I'm a happy man. <laughs> oh, devil can't get <laughs> I mean, whenever he tries, he fails because there's somebody else that can, because they know that they can be strong in the Lord. Amen. There's no weak or anything in this household. Amen. We all walk in the anointing and the power of God. And if one's kind of dipping a little bit, somebody else will come and make up the, just make up for it. Yes. Hallelujah. Anyway, I said I wouldn't spend a lot of time. My, my bad. Verse 18. <laughs> it says she perceives that her merchandise is good. See, she knows what's good, what's not. And that's something my, um, Emily's dad, he was in, um, in, in vegetables and stuff, okay? And he'd be able to look at stuff and know what was right and what was not. I mean, he'd just be able to pick it out, man. You couldn't sell him a bad orange, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> I don't know, some people can just do that. He's one of those people. This woman has that ability. She can pick something and somebody's trying to push something off of her. It's like, no, no. What else you got? <laughs> okay. All right. So it says she perceives her merchandise is good. And her lamp does not go out by night. She's, she never neglects anything. Even the littlest thing she keeps track of. Verse 19. There's a lot more to this. I'm just hurrying through it, okay? It's like 31 verses. Verse 19. She, she stretches out her hand to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She ex, verse 20. She extends her hand to the poor, yet she reaches out her hands to the needy. I want you to notice that, I've got to stop here for a second. She's very compassionate, all right? She sees people in need, and she just doesn't cross the road and keep going. She's a person that sees the need and meets the need. Amen. And she looks to bless people. What does the Bible say about that? Give, and it shall be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. See, as we give to the needy, especially, it says we are, we're lending to the Lord. And when you lend to the Lord, He will be a debtor to no person. And you do that. See, ladies, this is a lady doing it. It's not the husband. Oh, God, talk to the husband because he has all the money. <laughs> no, she got her money. And somebody said she got she money. Okay, that's <laughs> don't touch that, right? And, you know, she's able to give. She's able to bless. Can I just say something? You know, yeah, I got to say it. Look, before you got married, you know, this really saddens me. I have seen so many women who are so independent 
and they, you know, they just take care of things and they are just, you know, just smart as, smart as a whip and they get married and they drop about 10 points in their IQ or whatever because the husband says, well, you're not meant to think about these things. I'll look after it all. Well, what happened to that person? And then, you know what? Then they think, oh, my wife isn't all, you know, what I married. Look, you made her this way? It was, go slap yourself. You know, <laughs> isn't it sad what we do? You know, one of the things, I'm sorry, I've got to, you know, I'm bringing up my wife a lot today. But one of the things I love about my wife was, my goodness, this woman, you know, she'll get in the car, she'll go anywhere. She's having a baby. She goes, wait, let me finish my shopping, and then we can go to the hospital. <laughs> but your water broke. It doesn't matter. It can stay. We're good for another half an hour at least. Mm, just push it back and let's keep going. <laughs> okay. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, but I want to say something to you here. That's the person I married. That's the person I love. That's the person I want for the rest of my life, and I'm not going to change that. Amen. In fact, she's got better over time. But, you know, be careful that you're not going to take away from the very thing that drew you to someone. Yeah. Amen? Men, I'm telling you this. Honor them. Let them be who the, you know, the person you married, you want them to get better, not worse with you. Right. Amen. <clears throat> Verse 21. She's not afraid of snow for her household, for her household is clothed with scarlet. So she, you know, again, she keeps track of what's going on and she clothes the household appropriately. Verse 22, she makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. She doesn't dress shabbily. Okay. I want you to notice something. I, you know, I stop for one second here. You know, notice that you don't have to dress badly. Well, I'm a Christian. I go to church, so I'm dressed really badly because you know where not to have beautiful apparel and everything else. You gotta read what that actually says. It's not talking about dressing badly. You know, when you read those verses in the New Testament, it's talking about things and be careful because people have taken that and said, you can't wear jewelry and all that sort of stuff. You need to actually read into things a little bit more. You need to go research a little bit more. It really saddens me how people get up and preach stuff that they don't have any idea about and make doctrines over things that they don't understand what they're saying and what it was actually saying there. You know, when the Apostle Paul wrote, he had no problems with women wearing jewelry. Jewelry. What he had problems with was the jewelry that had something to do with their religion in the past. That was an issue. You know, you come in wearing some little foreign gods all over you. We're having a little problem with that. We encourage you not to do that. You know, buy a cross or something. <laughs> I want to say things, but I won't. I've got to be careful. I've got to behave myself. But, you know, okay. Just, that's what he was talking about. You know, when I was researching a lot of that stuff, I, I began to realize that, my goodness, the doctrines we've made, it's unbelievable. We put people in, and especially women, in so much bondage because of a lack of understanding which was, uh, you know, of what was actually said. We need to understand what was actually said so that we can get this right. Otherwise, you all should be coming with napkins on your head. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, as ridiculous as everything else is. I, I feel for Paul. People just see him as, you know, like a woman hater or something. 
He so wasn't. I think he, anyway, moving on. Okay, uh, where was I? <laughs> uh, purple. Okay, verse 23. <laughs> it says, her husband is not in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. Verse 24, she makes linen garments and sells them. She supplies sashes for the merchants. I want you to notice that she knows her abilities. That she knows what she can do and she uses her abilities. She creates things. Are you seeing this? This is create. So we've seen that she manages a household really well. But she's also creative. Isn't this wonderful? So, you know, <laughs> I always think of... Uh, uh, sound of music. You know, when, when, when she comes and, you know, there's no, there's no money for clothes and she takes all the curtains and makes dresses out of him. She goes, those curtains, those dresses look very familiar. <laughs> yeah, there were curtains yesterday, you know. <laughs> and she put them together. <laughs> the hills are alive. Okay, all right. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, all right. So, um, and it goes on to say, I, I really like this as well. It says, strength, to verse 25, strength and honor are her clothing. Watch this, watch. She is not just outwardly clothed. Strength and honor are her clothing. In other words, regardless of what she wears on the outside, the way she holds herself, who she is, that's what's important. At the end of the day, ladies, it's not about all the fashions and everything else. And we love the fashions, don't get me wrong, but have substance. Amen? Amen? <laughs> don't be, I won't say it. Okay, you know what I'm not trying to say, right? Okay, little birdies in the, anyway, okay. Uh, and it says, she shall rejoice in, in, in time to come. Verse 26, she opens her mouth with wisdom. She doesn't open her mouth and it's just like, dear God, keep it closed. You know, there are some people, don't say anything. We didn't know you were that stupid until you opened your mouth. <laughs> Hello? So I keep quiet a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you know, you know, there's some people out there, man, you know, just really. You, you, just, you just have this vision of them and you think so highly until they open their mouth. And then one of two things will happen. It'll go higher or it'll crash and burn. You know, always say, if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say it. Yeah. Better to be a person of few words that actually mean something than many, many words and everybody trying to get away from you. Are you here? Yeah. So when she opens her mouth, it's wisdom. And on her tongue is the law of kindness. That is really precious, you know. I want you, you know, it says speaking the truth in love. We are meant to be kind to one another. Amen? And you can say truth without, without being horrible. Well, I'm just going to tell the truth, you know, because I never want to lie. I just want to be straight. We don't need you that straight. If you want to be straight, go somewhere else. Some days you need to be a little curly. You know, seriously, people, why are you doing that? Is that a thing you need to do? I'm serious. You know, listen, you can be kind in whatever you say. And I want you to notice what it actually says there. On her tongue is the law of kindness. It's not just kindness, it's the law of kindness. There is a law that governs her tongue. Are you all here? There should be a law that governs our tongue. When we speak, 
We should look to say kind things. Why is that? Because you, whatever you sow, you will reap. Amen? And ladies, speak well about everything in your life. I don't know how many times I've heard, you know, and I understand where it's coming from. But we need to be careful. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You know that phrase, the power of the tongue, tells us something very significant. You can speak into being what you want. What you say actually affects people. They've already done experiments on this. Scientific experiments, as you speak positively and speak negatively to things, the way it, it either builds up or destroys. What do you think you're doing if you, are, you keep doing that to your family, your kids, your husband? No one goes good for nothing, Mary. <laughs> okay? And husband's the same thing. That's why we have to really, that we need the law of kindness in our tongues. Amen? That you speak kindly about things. That doesn't mean that you don't correct people, but do it with kindness. Amen. Verse 27, she watches, watches over the ways of her household. That is so, <laughs> she watches over the ways of her household. You know, she keeps an eye on everything that's going on. Nothing gets past her. Remember now she's kind. So she's not looking at them with these uh, judgmental eyeballs. Okay? All right. And does not eat the bread of idleness. Don't think I have to say anything about that one. Verse 28, her children rise up and call her blessed. Wow. Which means that they see something about mom. Hmm? They say, mom, you're blessed. Boy, you know, it's one thing to say, to, to believe that you're blessed. It's another thing for somebody else to see it. To identify that blessing on your life. Are you all here? And to say, you know, you are blessed. If her children call her blessed, then it tells us something that her children honor her and will listen to her and will do what she has said even when she's not around. Amen. Otherwise, they won't do this. Anyway, uh, her husband also, and, and he praises her. So he also calls her blessed and praises her. Okay, we're there. Verse 29, many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. This is, what, this is the way a husband should speak to his wife. You know, you got all your sisters, but I reckon you're the best. <laughs> now, of course, the sisters' husbands are going to say the same thing about their wives. I hope. Okay, <laughs> and you're just responsible for yours. All right, okay. All right. Verse 30, charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. Listen, listen to this. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. I want you to notice what the world puts a lot of stock in. Charm and beauty. That's passing, sweetie. One day it's going to be wrinkles and <laughs> okay, whatever. It won't be there, okay? But what's important is what's inside. You know, <laughs> today, you know, my, the love I have for my wife is for the person that she is. I don't even see sort of, the, you know, 
take this the right way, please, okay? I got to be so careful how you say some of these things. But I don't really see sort of beauty and, and, and estimate beauty based on how much makeup she has or all that sort of stuff. To me, the beauty that she has lies on the inside of her. Are you all with me? I see that person. That is the person that I love. And in the same way, my children. I see, and I, the same way with you. Hello. I see you for who you really are. Not for everything on the outside. Because some of you come in and you, you, you're so self-conscious about the way you look on the outside. So you know, I don't care. I know who you are on the inside. I love you for who you are on the inside. Amen? So you can just come in looking like a rag doll. I don't care. Neither should anybody else. It says here, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Let her own works praise her in the gates, which means people talk about her. The gates are talking about the city and outside. And they say, boy, that person, you know. I can just take Vandana for an example. You know, that Vandana, boy, she's a smart one. You know, I mean, she, she's just, boy, doesn't matter how big the problem is, she'll come up with a solution. Because she prays a lot. <laughs> okay? She didn't have a problem. She goes, one minute, hold, please. <laughs> okay? Everybody else falls apart. Oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Not her. She goes, just wait, just one minute. We're going to die. Just hold on. You'll live for another second. I'll be back. <laughs> like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay? <laughs> goes and says, Lord, what do we do? He tells her, and go, let's go do that. That's how we're meant to be. And then people just kind of, see, you are meant to out, outshine everybody in the world because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Amen? We are not without God. And women, ladies, mummies, you are not without God. Always remember that there's more with you than that's coming against you. I really love that verse in the Bible. Remember when uh, Elisha is out there and the little servant freaks out, comes back in? I really love what it actually says. I, I had missed it for so many years. It says, there are more with us than there are with them. I used to always think it was Elisha and all the angels chariots and horses of fire on the mountain versus the king and their army. But as I was looking at it even more, I was thinking, I think that's saying something more than that. It's saying the king, their army, and all the demons are outnumbered by the two of us and all our angels. Are you all with me? Because it says there are more with us than are with them. Not them, but with them. And it tells us that we've got a lot more going for us. Any fight that we come up against, just know that the odds are in your favor. Greater is he that's in you and around you. Amen? And ladies, Genesis tells us that God said, let them have dominion.
Hallelujah. Some days you need to do that for your family. You need to take dominion. You need to bind the enemy. You need to shut him down. And you need to say, you will not cross this line. These are my kids. This is my husband. Leave us alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today for your word. And I just thank you, Father, for every mummy that's out there. I thank you, Lord, that they are warriors in their own right. The battles that they have fought, we will never know. But I thank you, you see the sacrifice that every single mom out there has. Just the things they've done that nobody sees and nobody acknowledges and no gifts were given, no awards presented. But you see all and you reward them. And I thank you, Father, today for a very special blessing because we are remembering them a very special blessing upon them. I thank you for your peace that passes all understanding, your strength that is divine and supernatural. I thank you for your provision that is limitless. Hallelujah. And Father, for the times that they just need healing and, and, and just life in their body, I just thank you, Lord, that you pour it into them, that they live lives in the overflow, not just enough, and you show them how to get there. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs>